Hey friends, welcome back to the Pulpit to Pew podcast and our journey through the Bible. We are on day 355, 10 days away from reading through the Bible. We've got some epistles of Paul that we need to cover today, so let's get started. Hello again, friends, and welcome back. Like I said, day 355, we're, we're almost there. It was just a year ago, I remember sitting here and thinking about what to do in the podcast the next year, making this little bright blue graphic that had like a map on it and a ship that was headed from Genesis to Revelation, and and I thought, well, let's just see if, if I would take a journey through the Bible. I was wanting to read through the Bible again, and I thought, why not do it as... In the picture in my head, I never played it out too much more later. But you know, you you go places, and you have these tour guides, and these or these tour guides take you and show you around. And I was like, let's just have a little fun on that, rift on that a little bit, like you're on this tour, a guide, and 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 let me just through the podcast kind of be a guide as we journey through the Bible together. And I've tried to in my head do it that way, maybe silly, but uh, I hope that it's it's been a help to you and. About 20 of you, and I, I don't check. I should. Maybe I will do that today. I'm off work, so I'm just relaxed. But um, several of you, about 20 or so, have been on the Version app and reading through with us, and some maybe at different paces, and that's fine. And then a lot of others of you are just listening to the podcast, and you may be doing it on your own, or you may just be like, I'm kind of journeying through the lessons and the conversations that we have on the podcast, and that's and that's fine as well. But uh, but I've enjoyed it, and we're ten days away from finishing it up. But over the since last Thursday when we were together on the podcast, we have covered several books. We we are now we've covered uh, uh, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Philemon, First Second Timothy, Titus, and First Peter. So uh, we probably Second Peter as well at this point. So we've we've covered quite a bit, and so I just want to take a few minutes today and talk about some of those books. Now, before I do, I want to challenge you with this. It's, I almost forgot to say it because I've done this like three times and I have to keep recording because something will happen and I have to turn it off. But I want to challenge you. Usually at the end of the year, I'm always thinking about goals and challenging myself and thinking about what I want to do the next year. And, and that's where last year this led to this. I wanted to read through the Bible again and, and it led to this podcast. And those are... There's physical goals that I have and I set. Um, some of them I accomplished this year. But what I want to challenge you about is those spiritual goals. Like I'm sure some of you right now, are you've, you're kind of still, you get that food hangover from Thanksgiving. You know December's coming and Christmas, I mean, and you know you're going to be eating more. And you're kind of like, oh, man, I got to get after it when it comes to January 1st. Um, and, and, and it's okay. And it's good to think about physical. I've got several physical goals. From as small as flossing every day to uh, exercising and walking and things like that. But but what about the spiritual goals? How are we going to challenge ourselves in the new year? Are we going to set aside some time to do them? You know, everything you got to set aside time to do. And I hope that you'll be like, you know, I'm going to still study the Bible this year. Maybe you want to read through it again this next year. Maybe you want to do something else specific, but how are you going to schedule your time to accomplish the spiritual goals that you want to do in your life? It doesn't take a ton of time. 
It really doesn't. Some of you, if you're reading through the Bible, I've ended up, I've done both reading and, 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 and listening, but I've probably listened through the Bible more than I have probably 85% of the time this, this year. And I, when I leave my work and I, in, and usually it will finish by the time I am pulling into my driveway or into my driveway. I'm pulling into work, my devotions, my reading, my listening will finish, which is about 12 minutes of this guy reading to me. So it takes about 12 minutes maybe to read, and he's reading pretty good, pretty fast. It may take me 15 minutes or so if I was reading by myself, but that's not a ton of time. And so set aside some time this new year, and I hope that you'll set some spiritual goals. And I just wanted to say that as a challenge at the beginning. I could probably go on that for quite a while and spend a whole podcast, and I've done it in the past. But uh, but today I just want to get you thinking about that. And I don't remember, I don't know all the podcast schedule. I'm pretty sure I'm going to, I know we got an exodus on Sunday. Uh, next Thursday, I'm pretty sure we'll just be back with another podcast. And we will do another episode before the new year. Uh, and we got to close out the book. We got to close out the journey. The journey is going to be almost finished. And then I'm going to have to come back on the journey one, I think, right after the new year. We'll have to come back on the journey one. Because we got to talk about the journey that we've had. So, all right, let's get into some of these. I'm in my, I have my Bible turned in front of me here to Ephesians because that's one of the books that we read through, and I love the book of Ephesians. Really love the book of Ephesians. In Ephesians, when it's it's written to the church of Ephesus that uh, Paul had spent some time there, and uh, it really was influenced by the the people of Ephesus. The the elders at Ephesus tried to stop him from going to Jerusalem. We just read about that in Acts 20. But but he wrote back to the church, Ephesians has some uh, some rich verses. And when you come to, like, like chapter 2 talks about the love of God, and there's a lot of verses about that. But then as you, for really the first three chapters, are about the the doctrine of Christ in us, we in Christ, and there's just so much doctrine. I, the end of chapter three is one of my one of my verses. Like Isaiah forty one ten has always been a life verse for me uh, as a fearful person, somewhat. But in the last, I don't know, ten years or so, it's been it's been Ephesians three twenty that's been a verse for me, a verse that's just impacted my life. It's a verse, and I'll just read it. You've heard me say it many times in this podcast, but it says, Now unto him that's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. And I just love that verse, because sometimes I'll think some pretty dramatic things that I'm like, I just don't know how we'd ever accomplish this, or how this is ever going to come to pass. But God is able. He's able to do exceeding abundantly. And I just love that verse. So, that's chapter three, and then when you get into four and five and six, you get into kind of the pre- we've got the doctrine. Now you get into the kind of the practice of it. We've seen the position maybe in the first three chapters, you could say, and now the practical part of it. And uh, some familiar verses in there that you read through. But remember, chapter six goes along with the study that I've been doing on Wednesday nights that I have not posted anywhere on this podcast, but I did put them in the newsletter. This last newsletter that just came out, and uh, it's a series that I'm doing on Wednesday nights at our church about, about Satan and his strategies that he takes, that he comes after us. Actually, I had a, and I said this in the writing, but a lot of you maybe don't subscribe to it, but I'll say it really quick. I had a 70-some-year-old man come up to me who's been coming to the Wednesday night class, and he said this in tears to me last Saturday. He said, 
this series has helped me so much. And I thought, wow. Now, I made a comment at the beginning of the series that about, uh, or not in the beginning, but in um, one of the lessons about how Satan attacked David when he just had two years left in his life. Now, it's not like David knew it, but he was an older man. And Satan is still was attacking at him. And I made a comment like, hey, it doesn't matter what age you're in. You know, Satan's coming. You know, as long as you're still got a breath, you can glorify God. And so Satan's coming. Anyways, this man in tears said, you know what? And 77 years old, and he said, I just sit in my house. I'm alone. And the thoughts that's, that are there, the thoughts that Satan puts in my mind. And he said, it's just, I, he said, I needed this, this series. And that was encouraging to me. And the reason I say all that is because in Ephesians chapter 6, we learn about Satan, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers. And then it tells us about putting on the armor, what helps us as we face those battles. And I think that's a, a chapter 6 is a great chapter. And and so there, there's that's Ephesians. And by the way, if you want to catch that series, if you want to subscribe, I'll try to for all those that want to subscribe to the newsletter. It's at pulpit to pulpit-pew.org now or you can send me an email but I will uh, or a message but I will send you that series and make sure I get it to you but that's the book of Ephesians and then in Philippians it's a turn it's like a, it's a book of joy and the theme of the book of Philippians is joy we have taught it on this podcast before but Paul is in prison it's another one of the prison epistles and he's in prison but he's writing about the joy and having joy and I think like some key verses come in chapter four, some key verses, chapter three. What am I saying? I mean, there's so many good verses in this book. A lot of you know those ones like, uh, I press toward the mark for the prize. That's chapter three. A lot of you know that rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I said rejoice. That's chapter four. Be careful for nothing or be anxious for nothing and everything by prayer and supplication. That's chapter four. Let the peace of God rule in your heart. That's chapter four. Man, there's some good verses here. I need to teach through this again. But, uh, even verse 8 of chapter 4, talking about the things that we should think on. I just mentioned the man talking about his mind. When our mind gets on wrong and dwells on wrong things, things that aren't true, it affects us. So he tells us in verse 8 of Philippians, you've got to think on things that are honest and true and just and lovely and of good report. He said, think on these things. So Philippians, wonderful book. We, Paul's writing from prison. And he's writing to this church at Philippi, started in Acts chapter 16. And he's telling them, hey, have a spirit of joy no matter what you're going through. Some good practical truth there. I think part of what I'm doing this, forgive me, I'm off work so I can take my time. But part of what I'm doing this is, I, of course, I'm just going through this fast. I'm assuming that some of you read this. And for those of you that didn't, you're just kind of catching the, the quick overview of it. But I'm hoping that maybe for some of you, this whets your appetite. And you're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go back and dive into Philippians. And maybe in the new year, that's going to be a book that I study. Or maybe I'll go back into to Ephesians and, and I'll get to eventually to chapter 6. But I'm going to study that out a little bit. And uh, <clears throat> that's one of the reasons why I'm taking my time and doing this a little bit and how we're doing it. But then you get the book of Colossians we covered. Colossians, another book that I love. These three are just tough for me to pick. If I had to pick a favorite one, I don't know that I could. Colossians, I've taught through multiple times, probably on this podcast, not sure, as well. But Colossians is called the sister book to Ephesians. Very similar in its content, but different. It's written to the church at Colossae, which uh, I think Epaphras probably many believe started. Uh, Paul had not been there, but he's writing to this church. 
and the he in again it kind of has the same structure the first few chapters are are about our position in Jesus Christ and then the last couple chapters are about now that you know your position in Christ here's how it ought to affect how you live and uh, I, I like Colossians 3 talking about our pos- that we're risen in Christ and we're dead and our life is hidden Christ Sometimes when people say, will you sign my Bible, I'll, I'll do Colossians 3, 1 through 4. There's some times that I'll put that now, sometimes Ephesians 3. But but Colossians 3, it talks about putting on the new man, some good, but so did Ephesians. It talked about putting on the new man. So that's why they call these sister books. It talks about the husbands and wives, just like Ephesians 5 does. But chapter 4, he talks about walking in wisdom. And so Colossians, another very powerful book. But I love Paul's structure because he starts with, here's your position, and then here's your practice because of your position. It's kind of how I've done this Wednesday night series a little bit that I've been talking about. Not Again, as I've said, try to be clear, the rough outline of it was not mine. I, I read a book years ago by Warren Wiersbe. I've used his rough outline, but some of the internal parts I've adjusted. But, um, but we started with our position, and I told everybody, hey, our position is we are in a position of victory. We are in Jesus Christ. We're fighting from victory, not for victory. So I was trying to establish our position first, and then I got into how does it affect our practice. And so we've looked quickly at uh, Philippians, Ephesians, Colossians. Then we got Timothy and Titus. Timothy and Titus, first, second Timothy and Titus, were books written to these individuals that used to travel and would travel with Paul. And Paul would mentor them. He would disciple them. He, he led them to the Lord at one point, probably in his first journey, at least for Timothy. And uh, then he would take them with him. And then eventually, sometimes he would, after a church was started and established, he would leave them there to help train up the pastors. Titus was left there to in the Crete there to, to train up some elders, some pastors, and to show them the uh, set and order the church. And, and Timothy was given the qualifications of a pastor and, and left to help Established some elders and some pastors in some of the churches that they had started. So, so it was important ministry, and Paul had invested a lot of time into Titus and and into Timothy, and he wrote Second Timothy was probably the last book that Paul wrote, and he wrote it towards the end of his life, right before he was to be beheaded on his second time in prison, and uh, but he wrote to Timothy, and in in it was just a very intimate. It's a very intimate book. You could just see how much Timothy meant to Paul. And so those are some good books. And then First Peter is is one. Philemon was written by Paul as well. Let me stick with all the ones written by Paul real quick. Philemon was written by Paul as well, written uh, to a nest, uh, written about this slave that uh, Paul met while he was in prison. And uh, there's a great John R. Rice preached a great message from this a long time ago, but. Uh, but it's a it's a really short book, really simple book, but it's Paul writing from prison about another prisoner back to his master saying, hey, yeah, forgive this guy. He's he's faithful. He's, he's one of us. And uh, it's a very, really neat little book. And then First Peter, Second Peter, but uh, written by Peter. Really uh, some more. I, I don't I don't go into Second Peter a lot. Maybe the first chapter I do a lot of times. But Second Peter is a rich book. The first chapter talks about the the nature, our new nature in Christ, and about adding to our faith. It's a it's a it's a book about growth. I love chapter one. Actually, I've preached on that a lot of times. My old message called "Adding Up to an Abundant Entrance." I always like that message. 
But chapter 3 in, uh, in 2 Peter is that one that talks about how God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. We hear that quoted a lot. But in 1 Peter, he, it's very uh, a practical book about being holy as God is holy. Chapter 1 is about salvation in many ways. But he's, it's Peter writing to Jews that were scattered and that were um, under some suffering and some persecution. And he's trying to write to encourage them. But he also gives some practical stuff like how how do wives deal with husbands that are not saved and how do husbands treat their wives. So some practical stuff in there as well. So um, just to... Just, some great books that we've kind of come through. I hope that if you were reading through this with us, that you kind of were able, I know we went through it fast, but maybe to make some notes, jot some things down, maybe make some mental notes to come back in the next year, spend some time and study. And I'm going to try to do that as well over the next, next couple of weeks is think about what are some of these books that I had to go over fast in the survey version of what we've been doing this year that I want to go back and land in again and teach again. And I think after doing this for four years that there's probably even some books that I can go back to and teach afresh and anew that you guys may not remember everything from four years ago. And even if you did, it doesn't hurt to refresh our memory on some of those. So I know there's 66 books. Like, well, you haven't covered all 66 books. I have it. But um, I don't know. We may There may be some repeats that I think could be a help to us. We're going to see as we go over the next year. But then we're going to leave it there. It's been a nightmare recording today. I've had to do the beginning like six times. I had the boys uh, fighting over the PlayStation. Just like I just now heard, maybe you can hear it. My email keeps popping up. I accidentally hit the space bar in the computer when I was talking about First Peter there, and it cut it off, so I had to go back and just try to get in the flow again and start all over. It has just been a nightmare. But when it's all done and on your device, you probably won't know that. <laughs> so, uh, but I love telling you a little bit behind the scenes. I, I One of the things about this podcast is not professionally done. It's just one of those where I do have some tools that can, that can uh, you know, make it presentable and I could probably do a lot better if I took the time. But part of it is I, I, I want you to feel like, and I want it to be like I'm just sitting across the table from you. We're just talking Bible. And and we're going to continue in 2024. I've given it tons of thought, tons of prayer. I announced a few weeks ago we're going to continue in 2024. And then about a week later, I was like, Ew, I think I'm going to announce it or not. But we're going to. Because I, uh, I, lo- I like teaching the Bible. And for those of you that listen, um, I appreciate you listening. And you're encouraging. And I appreciate your feedback. And uh, so we're going to we're going to continue in 2022. So anyways... Next week, hey, let me say Merry Christmas to you because by the time this comes out on Thursday, you guys, I won't talk to you again until really Sunday, maybe when the, uh, that's Christmas Eve, I guess, and that's when uh, the Exodus study will come out. We'll be talking about the Ten Commandments, but then after that, we got Christmas, and then it's next Thursday, we're finishing up the this, this study, so it's been fun. Hope you guys are doing well. Find a way to get my email and uh, reach out to me. What do you want to study? You know, what do you want to talk about? Is there a character in the Bible that you want to study? Is there um, is there a Bible, a book in the Bible other than maybe Ezekiel? <laughs> just kidding. But is there a book in the Bible that you that you want to study? We're actually going to. I just had a meeting with um, uh, my brother and uh, Matthew the, at, the, at our church to discuss what are we going to teach through in Sunday school next year. And as you guys know, as fans of the podcast. 
that uh, that always ends up from my class coming on to this podcast on Sundays. And so we just determined, I don't think I'm going to announce it yet, and we'll wait till they announce to the church, but we just determined the, uh, the next book that we are going to be teaching through in Sunday school. And I've never taught through this book. I took a college class on it. I've taught through portions of this book, but I have never taught through this book, and it's coming to this podcast. I'm excited about it. So I've already been studying for it, and uh, I can't wait. And so make sure you're following along. Share with a friend. It's a free Christmas gift. Just say, hey, there's, there's this guy. He's not very professional, but uh, he talks about the Bible, and he's going to try to do it better in his fifth year than he's done in the first four years. And uh, maybe you can listen to this and share it with somebody. And I, I think maybe maybe we can be a help to them in the next year when it comes to studying the Bible. So, all right, I'm going to go wrestle my kids and my dogs and uh, enjoy some Christmas break with them. But thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. And I'm looking forward to being back with you on Sunday with the study in Exodus. And then next week as we wrap up our journey through the Bible. Have a great week.